This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from Raymond James Stadium, home of the Super Bowl champions. But today... It was the home of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas beat Penn State in the Outback Bowl 24-10. What a great way to cap the season. And it was really a tale of, of two halves. You know, you had the first half where just kind of sputtering a little bit on offense, couldn't get things going really. And then the second half where they did what you really wanted to do, just run it down their throats. Penn State, as we talked about a lot, right down the pipe, missing a lot of players, a lot of key players, defensive tackle, two linebackers, a safety. And Arkansas has got a 245-pound quarterback and a 235-pound running back. I did think that they got away from Dominic Johnson a little bit too early there. He only had six carries in the first half, was running really, really well, but got away from him a little bit and came back to him in the second half. He got a little dinged up there at the end of the game. But Rocket Sanders ran the ball really well, didn't have to throw the ball and shouldn't have had to throw the ball really. There was a couple of things that happened. You know, they had the interception down here in this end zone where I felt like Warren Thompson could have come to the ball. They got a little cute down here right before half. Got to throw that. I don't know why Arkansas is the worst double pass team in the country, but they are for some reason. They just they can't seem to get it figured out on those double passes. And that left a you know a real disappointing end to the half. And Penn State tried to give you all the momentum in the world by by running that fake punt there that was really kind of needless. But they were running that fake punt, and you had an opportunity to go down there and score. But Arkansas got it together at halftime. They said, hey. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to give it to KJ. And that's kind of what I said in my my preview story was just let KJ win the game for you. Let him be the guy for you. Let him win it with his legs, win it with his arms, whatever it takes. And Arkansas was clearly missing Traylon Burks out there today. That's that's obvious. They were clearly missing him. Didn't have a whole lot of production in the passing game, but they didn't really need to because of the way the game shaped out with Penn State players opting out and stuff and, and being able to run the ball and really just leaning on him. They just kept leaning on him, leaning on him. It was a little warm out here today. They had some depth issues on defense. And, you know, Penn State tackled well, give them credit for the way they played the first half of the second half. And we haven't even talked about Arkansas's defense. It was just shut down the whole time. Joe Fouché had an interception, two sacks. Greg Brooks had a big uh, an interception. A lot of big plays for Arkansas's defense and just playing steady, steady, steady. The last time that we're going to see all three linebackers on the field together. They even had them on the field together instead of just rotating. They put actually a, a three linebacker look. But I just felt like it was a great way to finish the season. Arkansas is going to finish in the teens now, ranked nationally in the teens. That's so big. That's so big for this program because it's all year. It's all year long you're going to see Arkansas ranked in the teens. Anybody time somebody references last year's top 25 college football playoff poll or you know, AP coaches, whatever, it's going to have Arkansas in there. And I'll tell you what else. Nobody ever puts Ar- – nobody's, like, going to rank Arkansas, you know, just, like, on a whim. Like, hey, you know, I think Arkansas could be pretty good. They weren't ranked last year. I'm going to rank them. I'm going to give them a vote. But if Arkansas 
is coming back from like a winning record right before and their quarterback returns, you can almost guarantee that they're going to be right preseason next year. Even though you look at that schedule and you see Cincinnati on there, South Carolina is good, you know, now. They had a good finish to their season. It's just another brutal schedule. Loved what Sam Pittman did at the press conference today. At the end, he, he looked at the schedule. He's like, you know, if you, if you laid it out and looked at it, you'd say, who's trying to fire me? But I love what Josh Pate said also this season when he's talking about Arkansas. Arkansas doesn't play a schedule. They play one game at a time, and that's how you have to look at it. Who's the opponent this week? Who's the opponent this week? We got some mowers out here. They've actually got pretty quiet mowers, so that's good. I'm trying to stay on the opposite sides. They're going outside the hash on both sides. But that's how you have to look at the schedule. Penn State's a good opponent. They, they were depleted. That wasn't 100% Penn State that we saw, but also wasn't 100% Arkansas. You know, Traylon Burks to me is 10 points. He's 10 points. And Arkansas, you, you really just saw they did not have that go-to type of receiver. They had some guys make some plays, Devion Warren and, and Tyson Morris. And Warren Thompson had that catch and then ran backwards. But they still got the first down on that. And how about this fourth down call? Well, I mean, they ended up getting the penalty on it, but they, they got the first down. But they're in their own territory on fourth and short with a 14-point lead. That's like they call Lane Kiffin and say, hey, what would you do here? Because that was the most Lane Kiffin thing ever. I was like, what are they doing? And it also felt like at the end of the game, you know, Arkansas has got a 14-point lead, but they're treating it almost like it's a 28-point lead. Like they got the backup quarterback in there, and KJ could have gone back in, but he was a little bit banged up. They got the backup quarterback in, and Penn State's treating it like that too. It's like, we're going to run the ball. There's seven minutes left. We're down by 14. It's impossible to come back. That's kind of what it felt like. We were all in the press box going, like, what are they doing? I don't know, putting their back up in, and I don't know. But uh, it certainly played out in Arkansas's favor. It was a nice week here. I'm ready to get out of Tampa, as nice as it's been. I mean, it's been warm, and they certainly treated us very well here at the bowl game. It's a nice bowl game. Out of You know, I've been to, obviously, several locations. They treat you pretty well here. Nice media hospitality room and all that stuff. But just a good way to end the season for Arkansas and a fitting end to a season where – you never feel like Arkansas quite gets the respect they deserve. And, you know, that's why there's like a big argument, like do you pull for the SEC or in bowl games and stuff? I always do. And the reason I always do is because I want everybody to know how hard they actually have it, how tough it is, that it's not some BS media creation, how the strength of the SEC, that it's real. And you saw that at the top of the SEC, two teams that Arkansas had to play with Alabama and Georgia, how they performed in the playoff games. But – just the rest of the league too. I mean, there's just, there's never a week off. And yeah, I mean, you get some satisfaction seeing Missouri or something lose like that, I get it. But at the same time, you know, there's another side of you that's just like, you want other people to see how, how extremely difficult it is. I saw one person say that the SEC is ruining football. No, they're not. Everybody else is. Keep up, keep up. That's why this is the best conference in the country because of the facilities, the fans, the money. It's not just about the wins and losses on the field, although that's obvious, and the championships and all that stuff, but all those other things. The state, it's got the best stadiums. Look at the SEC stadiums compared to any other conference. The best stadiums, best facilities, best fans, best money, best TV deals, best bowl games. SEC, baby. Even though sometimes you hate them, don't you? <laughs> so, Anyway, I don't know what else there is to say, but it, it was a great end to the season. Grant Morgan, Myron Cunningham, 
possibly Monteric Brown, Hayden Henry. I don't want to leave out any of those seniors. But Arkansas has got a lot coming back too, and you saw glimpses of that. Obviously, lose Traylon Burks. They're going to have to figure out something at wide receiver, and they got a guy. They got a guy out of the transfer portal that can hopefully be that, and hopefully Warren Thompson can can step up and. He's got so much ability, but sometimes it feels like there's some on-field awareness stuff that, that he could get better at. Get some help on the defensive line, obviously. They need some help at linebacker, regardless if Bumper comes back or not. I don't want to look too far ahead because it's important to it's important to live in the moment, isn't it? It's important to appreciate what you got going on right now. Every step you take, every breath you take, live in the moment. So, and this is a good one. It's, uh, you can see the jubilation from the fans and from Sam Pittman, of course, his excitement and the players, KJ Jefferson. You just love to see that because you know how hard these guys work and it's so easy to criticize them. And, you know, even Kendall Browse gets so much flack, you know, for the way the first half went. I think when Kendall goes back and looks at some of the things that they were calling versus some of the things that were working, even Sam Pittman said afterwards that, you know, he didn't think that Dominic Johnson was, was running as fast. Well. I think when he goes back and looks at the tape, you'll be like, whoa, he he was getting it done. He was averaging like eight yards a carry in the first half and only had six carries. But I really think Dominic can be a feature back for him. And I don't know what it is, but it seems like he has to work a little extra. Also good for Rocket Sanders, get a couple of touchdowns today. He had like, what, 71 yards or something rushing. He had a really good day running the ball too. And to do it in front of like 15 friends and family members, that was really cool to see for him. So. I've got a flight here in a little bit. It's 4.46. Flight takes off in two hours, so I'm going to wrap it up. But give you one last look at this stadium. I love all these NFL stadiums. and It's about 65,000. There was 46,000 in here. Holds about 65,000. And it's similar in size, I think, kind of to a Razorback Stadium, but you got all the chair back, so it takes a little bit of it out. But it's a really nice venue. Kind of a stadium geek myself. All right, everybody, if you haven't signed up at hogsports.com, it's a good time to do it. Razorback basketball, are they going to get back on track? We're going to find out. <laughs> Recruiting stuff, still some more stuff to come with that. But it's only a dollar right now to check it out at hawgsports.com. All right, I want to thank everybody for a great year in 2021 at Hogsports, Razorback football. Razorback basketball, also a lot of great things happened in 2021, and hopefully they'll get things back on track. But it was a good year for the Hogs in 2021. All around, every sport, literally every sport at Arkansas. And kudos to Hunter Juracek for, for guiding that path, making those hires, doing the things that you got to do. I don't want to make this like an acceptance speech or something. That's kind of what it feels like it's turned into. But it's a good year for Hog Sports too, and we certainly appreciate all of you. All right, everybody. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 